guys and welcome to another episode of the talking cracks podcast i am the king of cracks i'm here with the lovely eileen bts how you doing eileen really good how are you i'm doing well <laughs> after a, a long but short week off we are back with another episode mm-hmm. excited and ready to rock absolutely i really needed that week though <laughs> yeah we definitely did and yeah, we got a nice little new setup we did so everyone welcome to our new setup here which is half done half not ha- yeah so you're gonna be seeing a little more within the coming episodes yeah, a few changes coming in here mm-hmm. and there so how was your week how was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was pretty good. I actually good. went on a little trip with them, uh, some of my cousins, family nice. trip. Nice. Where did you guys fun. go? We, en- we, went- we went to Ensenada, Mexico. Nice. Uh, we ended up just doing a bunch of activities, eating a lot. Yeah, and- a lot of food. Yeah, definitely a lot of food and a whole <laughs> lot of tequila too. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Always works out. Yeah, the yeah. weekend was good. So we had we had Thursday, Friday off from the office. So mm-hmm. Eileen took a trip. Me and Diane took a trip. We went to Vegas. Mm-hmm. had an amazing time in vegas mm-hmm. i love going to vegas it's just it's like so my fun. our zen <laughs> sanctuary <laughs> it's a nice room at the encore encore tower suites just just chilling nice view of the new um, resort world casino that just opened mm. and it was nice to just relax mm-hmm. eat food and do a little shopping and chill I- I was watching all of you guys' stories, um, and I was like, damn, they're having a good time eating. <laughs> we hit up all of our favorite restaurant spots. We even hit up the new Vanderpump mm-hmm. um, little... Uh, the bar? The garden. I don't know. It's like a <laughs> drink garden or something like that. It was pretty cool. Um, yeah, we did a lot of, lot, of, lot of eating. A lot of eating. So I got to diet a little bit before we <laughs> get back Honestly, to... <laughs> me too. I came back and I was like, oh my gosh, I need to eat healthy. And then we went to In-N-Out for lunch. I know. We had In-N-Out. Today. <laughs> and I got my meat today from In-N-Out, which was great. Thank you for getting me an actual cheeseburger. You're that. welcome. Wait, I don't... No, I didn't... Wait, I did order yours. I did. <laughs> so yeah. All Sabrina right. was just there making sure I ordered the right thing. Yeah. So we have, we have tons to talk about today. Uh, lots happened this past mm-hmm. uh, week or two that we are going to be covering. So let's get to it. Doctor, did you hear about um, the Florida condo collapse? Yes. Oh my gosh, that's insane. That was crazy. I remember my mother-in-law, I got home from work. I forgot which day it was. I think it was like Wednesday or Tuesday or Wednesday or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was watching the news. I think Channel 7 had it on at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, an entire like wing of this apartment collapsed I know. as Did if it was video? like bombed from the bottom. It was That's crazy. crazy. That's crazy. That yeah. honestly, like you said, it looked like an attack on a building, but it totally wasn't, right? It wasn't. I don't think so. Oh, I remember reading um, some reports that I guess in 2018, mm-hmm. they had um, a, uh, what's it called when they inspect, an inspection of mm-hmm. the building. And it showed structural damage to oh, wow. the foundation and things like that. So I think it had some issues that were never addressed by the landlords. Of the, oh, wow. And the building freaking collapsed. So Isn't that's that about, crazy? That's almost about three years old now. So they've been yeah. knowing about these issues. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people still missing, right, that they're looking yeah. for. Some people have died. I actually looked um, just this morning and the current death toll is at 16. And there's oh, still my God. missing about 147 to 150 people that are unaccounted for. I mean, for the sad point. thing is like... 
these people were in a building that collapsed. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, where are they going to go? You know, on, yeah, the missing honestly. people are, you know, at this point, like, yeah. And in the, that's, that's a sad thing. That's what people are worried yeah. about. And I wouldn't even say worried, but it's kind of like that scared feeling where yeah. it's going from now a rescue to a recovery, to recovery, exactly. which, is, which is honestly really, really sad because yeah. I mean, it's been about a week now Yeah, and I don't know, you know, under all this stress and distress, I don't know yeah. how long the human body can last. Yeah. Should there, should they have survived? Exactly. So it may not if, even if have If they're been, like trapped and still alive yeah. at this point, it's very difficult for them to still be alive, alive. Yeah. without yeah. food, without water. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So imagine that, like if the building didn't kill you, like it's, I know. It's you were just been caused by, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. But mm-hmm. I can only imagine what the families are going through. Mm-hmm. Our deepest condolences to the families Absolutely. of these these individuals. That really sucks. I mean, management of this building really needs to get hit hard for, yeah. for this. this is, that's crazy. I was actually even reading in an article that the one of the owners for the building was reading, um, wrote a letter and about how he felt about the... Mm-hmm. Um, about the issues with the building yeah. and that he wasn't really satisfied that they should be fixed. But yeah. I mean, and this was just a couple of months ago, yeah. I think yeah. weeks ago even. That's crazy. Um, but it's crazy that, you know, it took this Man. for people to open their life eyes. Life is short, you guys. We, I mean, short. I think I've said this on this podcast how many times that life is short. Mm-hmm. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy your loved ones. Tell the people you love, you love them. Give mm-hmm. them a hug, give them a kiss. You never know when it's going to be the last time. And that's, that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. That it had to happen and could have been avoided. Mm-hmm. Um, three years way. ago. Three years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. It's it is. Crazy. It is. And then even on the flip side of this, um, I see here that you posted something that you don't post anything. You caught a snapshot of something that says that scammers are starting to um, take advantage of this situation and set up like fake GoFundMe accounts. Yeah. So there's a lot of accounts that are popping up now that are asking for donations for the families and for the tragedy that happened mm-hmm. and they're actually scam accounts that are just taking people's money and wow not even using it towards you know the rescue fund, relief and all that stuff so that that's some crazy stuff that i, I can't saw believe too. people have the audacity to do that i mean i saw it and i read mm-hmm. through it mm-hmm. and the anger i had within me that people would do that Mm-hmm. I just I didn't even fully read it. I was just that like, is, this is insane that people would even do that. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, this is a tragedy. This mm-hmm. is a tragedy. This is a this is a huge thing that happened to a lot of a lot of good people. I'm sure mm-hmm. a lot of people were affected by this, yeah. and then just using someone's like, you know, um, yeah. their downfall yeah. as it's crazy a, a monetary benefit for yourself yeah. is really really selfish. And the crazy thing is, it was in Florida, right? Yeah, near, it was. near Miami, mm-hmm. I think. Right? Uh, I think it was near Miami. Yeah, near yeah. Miami. So a lot of those buildings in Miami are very old, mm-hmm. like on Collins Street towards the mm-hmm. beach and stuff. They're very old. Whenever we visit Miami, those those apartment buildings or those condo buildings are super old looking. I mean, mm-hmm. fancy probably back in the day, but today's with today's modern look, it, it, you could tell the buildings are a little bit old and outdated mm-hmm. and who knows how many there are that are just like that. Mm-hmm. So they need to like really get a little bit more strict with mm-hmm. um, allowing these buildings to be open without further inspections. Like this, mm-hmm. this really needs to be addressed, I think, a little bit more serious. And in addition, you know what I was thinking? It could also be it. I do know that Florida is built on limestone as well, like yeah. the state. Yeah. So that also may have had a factor in it um, just because yeah. it's very weak. It's a very weak yeah. Um, rock to build upon. So. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. I'm no engineer, but <laughs> <laughs> if, if if the reports from the people who specialize in this say that the structure of the, the yeah. building is not 
doing too well, mm-hmm. I mean, somebody needs to take that serious. Somebody's going to have to take responsibility. Exactly. For this responsibility and, 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 and really. Accountability. Like, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that's crazy. So many people lost their lives because of a dumb error and a dumb mistake. And oh, my gosh. Yeah. I that's, got, that's like, just crazy. It's insane. It really is. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, that this could have been prevented. I know. Wasn't. I mean, first thing that comes to mind is okay, is this a terrorist attack? I mean, we're yeah. so like accustomed to being on defense ba- yeah being on defense and thinking back to 9-11 when that all mm-hmm. that stuff happened it was very similar i know some other buildings have fallen in a similar fashion mm-hmm. and it looked like something had exploded and the building collapsed yeah that's what it looked like that that's the first thing like. that comes to your mind mm-hmm. and you're like oh shit is this another mm-hmm. issue are are we safe in the building we're in now like mm-hmm. that that becomes a big problem it, it's crazy yeah. because it's a total mind mind f because yeah. you're just starting to think like okay like yeah. um every building i walk into it's old like you yeah, get like a creek yeah, here and there and yeah. you're like damn like are we gonna go down and it, or it not? makes you evaluate where you are for a second like am i in a spot mm-hmm. where there could be the next attack yeah if that was an attack right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's crazy crazy even thinking yeah. back to 9-11 remember how they yeah. were saying oh there's gonna send a plane to la they're gonna yeah. send a plane to another state and then yeah I, and then you're just sitting here like wow like i could like i know where i am I you know. could potentially be yeah. hit. that's crazy insane. story 9-11 mm-hmm. i was in i think ninth grade i think we talked about this maybe I, we did, yeah. I was in ninth grade and when those buildings came down like mm. the entire world stopped yes it was crazy it is the entire yeah. world stopped i remember me and my mom were there mm-hmm. uh maybe two or three days before it had happened at the world trade center at the world trade center we we're just wow. touring new york we were visiting our, our family out there mm-hmm. um right before we left we were like okay let's go to the city visit some of the buildings just walk the city do us a little shopping mm-hmm. and then we had come home and then that mo- was it a monday i think i don't remember exactly it was the day i remember getting ready for school mm-hmm. the news was on mm-hmm. and as i got to school I walk into ninth grade first period yeah. and the TV is on and I'm like, that's odd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, why that's is the TV? Usual. Yeah, that's not yeah. usual. We're usually like, I remember uh, the teacher I had, I think it was like a history class that I had mm-hmm. um, or maybe second period because I probably missed first period. I don't know. But um, <laughs> the TV was on and he never would have the TV. on. He was like down to business kind of teacher. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is going on? And he even he, he was like shocked shocked and like trying to figure out like should i let these kids go are they staying for the day Mm -hmm. it was crazy it was madness so anytime stuff like this happens your mind always travels back to 9-11 goodness yeah no that's very very true it hits home for a lot of people it's crazy and like i said you know like as a nation we're traumatized yeah big time and we're completely like just so accustomed to being on that defense mode and it's really quite sad honestly it It is is. And, and when you see a post of like a relief fund or like okay let me donate like 20 bucks mm-hmm. whatever you can 100 bucks mm-hmm. 50 bucks a dollar two dollars whatever it is whenever you see something like that like donate now please help you know mm-hmm. a lot of people are being affected mm-hmm. your initial instinct is to be like okay let me help, help out and and for it to be a scam would would really freaking yeah. suck i would be so upset if that was i swear that was really happening like- yeah they need to get their shit they need to get get caught that's what needs to happen i mean i think social media needs to really Mm -hmm. uh, or like things like instagram and tiktok and facebook and and wherever twitter wherever it's being advertised Mm -hmm. i think they're the ones who need to really crack down on the legitimacy of somebody doing donations for a cause they Mm -hmm. really need to crack down on on this Mm -hmm. and it should be there i think their responsibility to not allow people to do this absolutely totally agree with you yeah big Mm -hmm. time so Eileen, you know I'm a big sports buff, right? I do. <laughs> so to change to a more lighter, well, not really a lighter subject, but just to change the subject from uh-huh. such a deep, heavy thing with uh, 9/11 and the building falling. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the you know what the Tour de France is, right? I do. Yes. Okay, so mm-hmm. 
I'm a big fan of the Tour de France. I, every time I ride my bike, I feel like I'm in the Tour de France. Anytime I ride my um, bike in the office, I feel like I'm on the Tour de France. Just it, just that competitive spirit in okay, me, right? Lance. I was a huge Lance Armstrong <laughs> fan back in the day. And did you see the incident that happened at the Tour I de France? did. Holy shit, right? Let me tell you. <laughs> I was in shock. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I was just, I saw this and I was like, I can't believe this is happening. Right? They look like dominoes just like Dude, piling so up. So to give a backstory... Uh. It was a, la- a lady, right? There was it was a, a lady. So there was yeah. a lady with a sign mm-hmm. um, and was trying to, I guess, get the attention of the camera. So she yeah. had like a long rectangular cardboard Fine. Mm-hmm. sign and she was leaning over the railing to where the bike path was. And as she's leaning over the railing to get the camera to see her sign, mm-hmm. the bikers just slam into come it. out of nowhere and slam into the sign. And I think maybe three or four made it through and the yeah. rest just all fell like that. I mean, the entire mm-hmm. pack fell because of this lady's sign and it just destroyed the whole Tour de France. Honestly. <laughs> and then so I looked into it and then um, you won't believe like the sign is in French and it even says like something along the, along the lines of like, hi, grandma and grandpa. Oh, my and I was God. Like, wow. Something so simple. It's not even like a protest or like Nothing. an it's activist even- movement or like against the Tour de France. It's just a simple person, an innocent yeah, thing. I'm sure it was like just an accident that happened. Mm-hmm. And here they are two years later of training for two whole years. And they get bamboozled by some BS. lady holding a freaking <laughs> sign into the the freaking Camera. road where they're where they're riding their bikes. And Isn't all that she crazy? wants to say is hi, is grandma, hi grandma and grandpa. And grandpa. <laughs> I'm glad she made it out to the Tour de France, yeah, but holy shit, she fucking ruined the entire thing. So it turns out she actually got arrested too. She, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, I remember they, they didn't know who it was at the time, right? Yeah, they like, didn't know who she was. They had to identify her, but it was easy to identify her because yeah. she had this bright yellow like coat on, and I was like, I girl. Think it might have been like a park was it like a raincoat or something it looked like it was a raincoat yeah that's crazy because mm-hmm. she destroyed the whole tournament <laughs> and they i remember the that police sucks. were after her and nobody oh knew who she gosh. was and i'm glad to see, i'm i mean i'm glad and not glad to see that she got arrested <laughs> but i'm sure it was a mistake i'm sure it was a pure what accident, a huge mistake to make I mean, on it's kind of funny now looking back on it but it's I not mean, funny for the writers of their families them, no, no they're, it's they're not, so devastated they're pissed off <laughs> They are pissed off. I'm sure the person who won, I don't even know if it's over yet or not, yeah. but I, I stopped paying attention to because we were in Vegas, but I'm sure the person who won or is going to win is happy that that, that happened. That <laughs> They're like, happened, I got heads up. The rest of them, I remember like two or three of them were on the same team and they made it through, man. And they, oh they just gosh. kept rolling. That is insane. Rolling in the deep. <laughs> All right, Adele. <laughs> Let's get down no, even, even seeing like their bikes like i was yeah, um yeah. i was watching it in slow-mo right and uh the first one that fell he just like fell on the ground and everyone that was coming behind him yeah. just like biked over yeah. him his head his yeah. body everything i mean not to That's mention painful. that she ruined the t- she put these people's lives in danger almost yeah. because yeah these dudes like were getting slammed into by the bike mm-hmm. and the bodies of the other riders bikes like were ruined yeah bent, bikes were ruined metal, i mean that that's the painful. front riders really got beat yeah. up i'm looking at the picture into. you have here yeah. and like one of them is even bleeding from his face yeah they, they so went I'm like jesus it was a hard jesus. crash hard crash probably the hardest one i've seen other than like that looks painful yeah other I than know. the ones where they like try to make a turn and miss oh, and like yeah, slide yeah. down but Ooh. that kind of catches them a little bit but i mean i guess but yeah. i mean like imagine going this speed and just like flipping off your bike i know that hurts. i know that's crazy you right off your bike as a kid 
all the time. <laughs> so I mean, I thing. don't remember not falling off my bike when I was a kid. We right? used to push it to the limits. It's that abrasion too. Right? Road ra- like, what is it? Road, road rash. Road rash. That's what it like, is. <laughs> man. Hell no. <laughs> I would go hunt her. <laughs> Shit, dude. I would freaking beat her. I would, I would, if, if that was like, like my brother or my sister riding in Tour de France, <laughs> I would, I would, you know. They get some payback for sure. I'd get some payback, yeah. Vengeance would come. <laughs> nice payback. Roof. I'd get. I'd write her a really nasty letter. That's what I would do. I'd write her a nasty letter and say, "Hey, lady, you thirty-year-old French woman, you caused my family a lot of torture and ang- <laughs> ang- <laughs> anger." <laughs> so screw I wonder you, how lady. much hate mail she's getting. Like the oh internet is probably going after her and this looking for her right now. This is the biggest bike event in like. The world. The world. And one of the biggest sporting events of the world as well. So For it's real. just crazy that she she ruined it with a sign saying hi to her grandparents. <laughs> that is totally <laughs> I ridiculous. wish the, all the riders the best of luck. And hopefully they, they had some, I don't even know what happened. The, the problem is we don't even know the outcome of the race or like what happened after that uh-huh. other than she got arrested and stuff like Aww. that. Yeah. Well, I hope they did good. I hope they got back yeah. on and were able to neutralize the race. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully. at least make it fair. Like if someone that was up front and yeah, winning, like, yeah. you know, and was, you know, beat out by something. I mean, I don't know how control. they handle like a big fall like that um, in, in bike racing, but it would be mm-hmm. cool if they just like stopped it and restarted the whole thing. But it from would like suck for the people point, who made right? it through. Yeah. It was from a interference standpoint, yeah. a fan interference standpoint. I'm sure yeah. there's a rule where maybe they had started them over but i don't i honestly don't know how it works but honestly yeah. I, from this i do see yeah. like possibly more regulations for coming years because they I might they might they might bend the fans back a little bit yeah that's yeah, what i was yeah, thinking sure. i was like they might push them back because this is something yeah. that's you know out of the control of the bikers yeah. and you know this definitely interrupts exactly like the whole sport exactly. itself yeah so i mean to have to go through all of this and i know the easiest thing would just and the, be the tour to de france people. is like days long it's exactly. not just like one afternoon stroll mm-hmm. it's days they're long biking, where like yeah. they're biking for mm-hmm. a whole day they mm-hmm. get to stop and restart where they can and it's just days and days and days mm-hmm. of riding and I really hope these people recovered from you, it and we were able to continue. You were totally saying like days and days and days of writing, but I'm just thinking of the noodle legs that I would have. If oh my God. These much. dudes are powerful Train. athletes, man. Yeah. They're powerful athletes. I, I know. I mean, the training they go through is insane. And yeah. this lady destroyed the fucking <laughs> Tour de France, bro. <laughs> Come on. Oh, I really just, I just honestly, interfere. I just hope one of them, yeah. like none of them are severely injured. Yeah. Like, just like minor, hopefully. I know. I hope so too. But best of luck for them <laughs> if they're still racing. God damn. <laughs> so, Eileen, some breaking news that happened today, mm-hmm. again, in the world of sports. Okay. So, I heard that the NCAA is now allowing college athletes as, as starting Thursday to be able to make some income off of endo- things like endorsements of their name and their abilities it's about damn time right yes isn't that crazy let me tell you yes because it's ridiculous for these colleges to be making money off the backs of these athletes while these athletes have to work all day every day training and making them money again while they have to again still struggle trying to make ends meet as students this has been a huge issue Mm mm-hmm with college sports specific i think more basketball than anything Mm -hmm. else because the players are so like scouted at a young age well known from a young age and Mm -hmm. then they go to these big time schools and the schools are just profiting and profiting and profiting off these players Mm -hmm. and these poor players are not making any money off college sports exactly and i think the ncaa 
not to speak bad about the NCAA and college sports in general, but they're mm-hmm. feeling the heat. And this really is stemming from players like LaMelo Ball, who uh, took their talents to like a European league mm-hmm. where they're able to make some money, mm-hmm. enter into the NBA draft, get drafted. And look what he did one rookie of the year, not having to deal with the whole college, you know, thing altogether. Yeah. The college education system. Yeah. Yeah. You know, having to be forced to maintain your grades. Exactly. Go to class, you know, um, still have to work sometimes and still have to do training. So that's like four jobs in one. And there's a lot of, lot of leagues and a lot of different things that are now popping up that are Mm -hmm. allowing these players to come out of high school and go right into professional basketball and develop their skill and Mm -hmm. then come out to the NBA and Mm -hmm. just tear it up and a lot we're seeing this a lot with now international players coming to the nba and doing really well so it's really good i think it's an awesome thing that these Mm -hmm. players are now going to be able to profit from it Mm -hmm. um i would love to see how they kind of spread it amongst like the elite athletes versus not Mm -hmm. to see kind of what this the the highest paid college player is going to make versus the lowest paid college player what is the difference going to be between the compensation it would be it would be interesting interesting. to see so it's going to be like like the end, like the NBA, like NFL the NBA. status. Like, like LeBron James is making yeah, hundred million dollars, or more. he has a lifetime agreement with Nike uh-huh. versus, you know, somebody else on the bench who has you know, does just wears whatever <laughs> shoe is given to him, right? So that, it, it'll be interesting to see how that works. But so many players mm-hmm. that have gone through the college system, man, would they have made a lot of money? Ah, oh, they would during have, honestly, their time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because they use their names, they use their they use persona, everything. everything yeah. You know, I'm like, yeah. it's just, it's. I crazy. mean, they have uh, video games and they mm-hmm. have jerseys, and a lot of this stuff doesn't list like the actual player name and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But I mean, you know who the players are from like the March Madness tournament. I mean, Mm -hmm. you get real like up close and personal, Mm -hmm. like Zion Williamson would have made a killing during his college days. Honestly, it's just, again, it's using their likeness, even down to likeness. Like you can, they should be compensated. Yeah, they should. Mm -hmm. They should. And there's a lot of players that are coming out of college that are like high profile athletes Mm -hmm. that get picked, you know, number one, number two, number three. They're these elite players. Elite players. And they could be making a killing in the, in the NCAA system, but it's nice to see that now they're able to. That's good. I'm so happy. Yeah. I mean, if I would have been like a former, um, college athlete and yeah. had to gone through that ringer and yeah. you know i honestly i would be very happy for those for sure. after me and be very for sure. excited for i mean that a, they have that a lot of players are the ones advocating for it too so yeah. they're they're trying to look out for the younger mm-hmm. players and things like that so yeah. hopefully it, it works out and hopefully players you know we live in in america and it's nice to be able to track a lot of these up-and-coming players mm-hmm. so when they go international it's really hard to know um, who the talent is from mm-hmm. like a fan's perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be nice to see that now that they're allowing players to actually make money, mm-hmm. um, how it's going to you know, change the dynamic with college sports. I hope it brings a lot more attention to it, mm-hmm. brings more um, focus and a lot more uh, players want to still continue to play for the NCAA, Absolutely. go to college and, you know, continue to, to make awesome sport content for us as the fans to watch so yeah. that'd be cool to see obviously i yeah. mean they're going to be the next generation of athletes that we're going to be continuing definitely, to follow definitely which is really, and really i mean amazing. we're seeing players already just going one year and done mm-hmm. and who knows maybe we'll get more competitive mm-hmm. basketball from the college world because now maybe they're making money mm-hmm. and they don't need to 
prematurely make that leap to the NBA exactly. just yet. So exactly. it'll be interesting to see kind of how the dynamic works out. Mm -hmm. So I'm very eager to see kind of how that works out. But I'm super happy for these players that they're able to uh, profit now and make some money. Definitely. Good yeah. for them. Yeah, good for them. So, Doctor, did you hear about the story for of Gwen Berry, um, who was protesting after she got third place in the hammer throwing for Olympic trials this weekend? <laughs> I did. I did. You did? What are your thoughts on that? I'm a mixed bag okay. about kind of how that all played out. Mm -hmm. I know she's been a previous athlete who's been, you know, big on advocating for justice and equal rights and um, police brutality or, or whatever the cause may be that she's protesting. And I think the reason she did it was mm -hmm. because she thought she was being targeted, right? Like she was on the podium mm -hmm. and they played the national anthem, which they don't usually do. Mm -hmm. um, unless I guess something specific happens at a trial. They don't play it every time at the trials because mm -hmm. it's not different countries competing. Yeah. So she feels like she was targeted oh, okay. when the Olympic or when the national anthem started playing. Okay. So she turned away from the flag and mm -hmm. put a shirt over her head. But like again, like I said, you're coming from a more patriotic view. Yeah. yeah. Um, where, you know, and yeah. then and and I see where you're coming from yeah. too. Um, because I'm very proud of me, my like the country I live in, the country I'm from. Um, but I do feel and I and I do know that it has flaws as not yeah, as every sure. country of does. Course. You know? I mean our, our country I, has a lot of flaws mm -hmm. for anybody, any mm -hmm. race, any ethnicity. Mm -hmm. Any religion, our country has flaws. Mm -hmm. There's people who agree and people who don't agree. Mm -hmm. That's what makes the country great, though, because we're mm -hmm. able to live in a world where we have a lot of people who do, don't agree with one another. Yeah. But as long as we're kind of on the same page, yeah. we'll continue to move successfully. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> so when th stuff like this happens and so many people are just against each other, it just mm -hmm. brings so much animosity to the world. Mm -hmm. And so much animosity of social media and like the news. And it's just like everybody just get along and be Chill. peaceful. I wish that would be a beautiful world if Man, that could happen. Just let me everybody tell you. get along. If, if mm -hmm. an athlete wants to protest, let her protest. Yeah. If she wants to wear an activist athlete t-shirt over her head during the national anthem, go ahead. Do she what has, you got to do. She has that right. right? You have that right. <laughs> right. But. Don't do it during the national anthem. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I'm old school. Listen, let's just be honest. Take race, take everything out of it, right? Yeah. Growing up in the age that I did, in the the, the time that I did, mm -hmm. the first thing we did whenever we went to school, and the first thing we were taught was respect the flag, respect the national anthem, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Every morning we would say uh, a pledge of allegiance to the flag, mm -hmm. and that's how I would start my day. So mm -hmm. growing up as an Arab kid in America, mm -hmm. right? I learned to respect not only where I'm from, but also where I live. Yeah. So mm -hmm. the flag to me means a lot, mm -hmm. right? Because it gave my parents an opportunity to to come here, build a foundation, build a family, and allow me to now do what I'm doing. So we come mm -hmm. from immigrant families, mm -hmm. and who knows where we would be if America wasn't what it is today, right? Yeah. If mm -hmm. the soldiers didn't fight for us, if the Marines didn't fight for us, if we didn't live in the land of the free where we're able to protest when we want to, who knows where we would be, mm -hmm. right? So I just think it's time and place for a lot of these athletes mm -hmm. again, but 
again, I'm not going to go against if they feel that that's the stage. Mm -hmm. If they feel that that's their stage, then mm -hmm. by all means, go for it. But you're going to have a lot of people who are against you. Yeah, ex obviously, exactly. Prepare yeah. for that lash, that, 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 you know, pushback from exactly. everyone. So if you're like, again, yeah. if you're going to say something like this, you're going to have yeah. to expect that pushback exactly. from them. And then again, that's the beauty of this country, you know, yeah. that's, what i really respect and what sure. i really admire about yeah, this me too this nation yeah um that we have the ability and we yeah. have that voice that we could voice yeah whereas we're you know as you said we're immigrants we're yeah. you know where my parents came from where your parents came exactly. from exactly they wouldn't have that exactly. they don't have that so exactly you know us as their children their descendants yeah i'm very proud to be able to do that yeah. and you know speak up yeah, for those exactly. behind me i mean as a 35 year old man i still idolize mm -hmm and do idolize a lot of the athletes yeah. in pro sports that are protesting, like mm -hmm. Colin Kaepernick and, you know, some of the more current ones like the NBA. I know the NBA had a lot to do with it. Football had a lot to do with it. Uh -huh. Like I, I idolize these athletes. And if they feel like that's their stage, I mm -hmm. respect it. And mm -hmm. by all means, do what you got to do. If mm -hmm. you're bringing better to the world, I'm fully on board, mm -hmm. right? Um, but it's just so unfortunate that we live in a society where it just – totally brings every it just divides mm -hmm. everyone it brings yeah. so much animosity it's, towards a situation like, i just feel like people don't know how to listen to each other they, they don't. don't know how yeah, to understand the they opposite don't. the person sitting on the opposite side of them they don't because to her it's a very personal situation yeah, it is something that she For herself sure. has you know probably grown up and experienced yeah. so it hits home to her so For she sure. feels that i need to voice this somewhere where other yeah. people will either hate me or connect yeah. with me and regardless yeah. of that i'm gonna make my voice heard and i saw a lot of tweets from mm -hmm. her too mm -hmm. like defending herself for her mm -hmm. actions which mm -hmm. sucks she shouldn't have to defend herself for her actions mm -hmm. but i mean news media outlets and like everyone was just going in on her yeah and it just like totally in my eyes would tarnish my vision of being an olympic athlete mm -hmm. if that was me mm -hmm. um and it kind of I don't want to say tarnishes, but it kind of like puts a sour taste in mm -hmm. the mouths of the American like I idea of the Olympics starting. Like it's just like, ah, do we have to deal with another <laughs> like another world another, protest? Like sporting event where there's so much hatred towards one another. Like, why yeah. can't we just like enjoy and just like the the, the Olympics just announced the, or the um, uh, American Olympic Committee just mm -hmm. announced the six um, girls who are going to be in the gymnastic, on the gymnastics team. Mm -hmm. I freaking love watching the gymnastics. The gymnastics is one of the best things That is one of my favorite things to watch. It is. And they just announced the six girls. And it was uh -huh. just so nice to see like, you know, the I'm girls. So happy Simone Biles is just going to destroy She's, everyone possible. Did you see her uh, dance? They, there's a dance that She's she incredible. has named after her. She's incredible. It's amazing. She's she, the greatest Olympic, or like probably one of the Olymp greatest Olympi yeah. Olympians ever, mm -hmm. but the greatest Olympic gymnast, I think, ever. Yes, like, she's I totally incredible. Agree. Yes, she is. And if she wants to protest, go ahead, Simone. Protest, girl. Oh, queen. <laughs> because you got that shit and you are the shit. She is. So protest and let people know how you feel. But, but if you think about it, like, if you like again like if you want you're like oh you know we just want peace and we just want happiness throughout these olympics it's yeah. like why don't people just choose to ignore it like there was two other girls on the podium as well you obviously respecting the national anthem yeah just choose to ignore her why don't you know, people because just do the that? camera is literally in her face mm -hmm. as she's turned away that it's just <laughs> how it's portrayed to us i mean like okay you know what if, I mean? if obviously that's not something you agree with just ignore it move on with your life 
Like, why do you have some? We'll have to have something to say. Like, let her, yeah. let her speak her piece. Let her not. It's just hold su- her yeah, silence. It's, actually, it's a sucky situation. It man. is a sucky it really situation is because mm-hmm. that every anyone you talk to is going to have an opinion on it. Mm-hmm. Not everyone's going to gr- agree with one another. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I'm going to get tons of of Slack hate DMs and <laughs> and comments about you know all the shit that we're talking about. Yeah. But I mean, we're you know, I, I like I stated before, we're in. A, I'm a very neutral right in the middle on this one because uh-huh. like i said i idolize the athletes that are doing it i agree with them mm-hmm. and then again there's that side where damn that does suck that that's even ha- has to happen mm-hmm. and it's just like boom everyone's just clashing 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 mm-hmm. and it's just like shit why can't everyone just get along and like respect one another like what the hell so used to like attacking know, each other at I all know. times that we don't know how to like just sit back and be like all right i know like whatever. just love one another man do you, do you agree that it was the right platform for her to use i think she use whatever platform she wants yeah yeah I'm, i think it's okay i'm just like she's just stating something that she feels is very like close and home to her and if she's not gonna like let me tell you something like i growing up i had a, a very good friend yeah who's whose family really didn't believe in the national anthem yeah so throughout school you know posd made obviously as you remember made you yeah. do it every friday morning yeah pledge allegiance i mean i did it every day not just every friday morning oh, I, I did it every friday but yeah. um her family would just be like she saida isn't gonna do this and so the teachers would have to just put her aside and she would just stand to the side while every other student i mean i had did i had classmates like that during mm-hmm. like christmas and like they they didn't celebrate Christmas but that, or like that's Christmas that's a holidays holiday. like that that's yeah. a Christian yeah. holiday we're talking about like the national the, anthem. the national yeah. anthem dedicated yeah. to this country I mean looking back like okay she's she's an Olympic athlete she's an Olympian mm-hmm. she's done years and years and years of training to get to that stage mm-hmm. I mean if she felt honestly like mm-hmm. this is my opportunity and she honestly stated like i felt like i was being targeted Mm -hmm. not just that she did it out of the blue she Mm -hmm. said they played the national anthem specifically specifically when i was on the podium Mm -hmm. to target me Mm -hmm. and because of my previous actions Mm -hmm. so she in her heart felt like that was the stage i need to do it on i mean i can't i can't say no to that to be honest i mean exactly so like again back to if this is a practice that she normally practices, yeah. why would she change it for one for one instance? Yeah. I wouldn't. If I don't celebrate Christmas yeah. every other year yeah. of my life and yeah. all of a sudden just because my office is having a Christmas yeah. party, I'm going to sure. celebrate. Yeah. I wouldn't change my beliefs and my values just to please others. Yeah. I know. I mean, but people are arguing like mm-hmm. why choose the Olympic stage where you're representing the country mm-hmm. that's national anthem is being played. Mm-hmm. Why would you quote unquote disrespect the the country that you're representing why represent the country that you are in the first place if you don't agree with it i'm gonna have to say that again in the eye of the yeah in the the eye of the 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 beholder beholder. because i didn't see her exactly act disrespectful in any way exactly turned her back she wasn't like it was a very peaceful protest for sure i'm not gonna do this like she didn't walk off she didn't storm off she didn't throw her hands up yeah she just turned around and was like this isn't me this isn't for me yeah you know so i don't see what was disrespectful again in the eye of the beholder some people could have seen that like damn you put my flag on fire and i know president biden hasn't spoken about it yet i'm eager Mm -hmm. to see his reaction if he can get a reaction out (laughs) i'm eager to see what he comes up with or what his his representatives come up with yeah on I, I think this one of the one of his speakers from the white house from the white house already mm-hmm. came out and said that you know she's within her, it, rights, within to her so. rights to do so mm-hmm. so i mean whether you agree with her or not in the eyes of you know 
the mm-hmm. presidency or the presidency, the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, Actually, the law. She, even. The law. She did nothing mm-hmm. wrong. Exactly. So. So basically, at the end of the day, yeah. it's just going to be your opinion whether you your agree opinion. with her or not. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's opinion. It's opinion issue. Mm-hmm. It's but, an opinion you issue. You know, God bless America. God bless our athletes, mm-hmm. and I hope they kill it this freaking year. Freaking kill it and bring home the gold. And let's go, Team USA. Bring home that gold. That's right. <laughs> so to continue with one of my favorite times of every four years, the the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the story of the trans woman who qualified for the Olympics in weightlifting. I have, yes. Laurel Hubbard. Laurel Hubbard. That is her name. That mm-hmm. is her name. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about, and I, I read this, uh, assigned male at birth mm-hmm. person mm-hmm. living I think it was like 31 years. 30, I think up to 35. 35 years of their life mm-hmm. transitioning into Man, female. a female mm-hmm. and now competing against females and winning an Olympic spot to represent the country. I would have to say that as a woman, like historically women have fought for everything that they have now. Mm-hmm. To like inequality, like inequality against inequality, pay, unjustness, everything, everything that women sure. have fought for, sure. and to have what they have now—that's honestly yeah. a slap in the face. Like men are taking over. It's. It feels like honestly, it feels like it. Like I mean, she's not a man, but yeah. she lived thirty-five years biologically as a man. Yeah. Before she started taking sure. hormonal sure. Um, treatments to become a so woman. So they're saying scientifically, her male. I guess uh, genes mm-hmm. have already developed fully, fully developed, fully full, full yeah. grown adult. Sure, you know there is such thing as bone density, sure. muscle mass. Sure. Um, and then I was even reading um, on a scientific, I forgot what it was called, on a scientific report that sure. when it comes to um, full grown adult males transitioning to female, mm-hmm. yes, they do have a loss of um, strength. Sure. However, it's only up to five percent loss. So, so she, that would still completely overpower any s- strong female that would be competing against I mean, depend again, depending on the person. Yeah, depending on the person. And each person is very different. But yeah. biologically, women are like far weaker than men when yeah. it comes to strength. Yeah. And it sucks that, again, we always talk about these Olympic athletes training from such a young age mm-hmm. to get to that stage mm-hmm. and then to be outed, not outed, but be beat by circumstances that they have no control over. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that would be devastating Mm -hmm. to an athlete. And I don't think people realize that it's really going to hurt females or or women's sports, women's sports Mm -hmm. in general. Mm Mm-hmm. It's really gonna. It can almost eliminate women's sports. Yeah, to be honest, if this could. if it continues, mm-hmm. um, which would be unfortunate to see. Mm-hmm. But again, it's a it's one of those opinion based arguments mm-hmm. where you either feel you're Strongly. on board with it or you're not, and it's just it's crazy to see that yeah. it's going into the Olympics now. I I just think it's really fair that. Um, 
you know, the Olympic com- Committee completely disregarded the rights of the the, the female athletes, the unfair, women athletes. You mean unfair. Un- it's very unfair. unfair yeah, sure. unfair that they disregarded their rights sure. to compete as the female athletes to please one person. So I'm interested to see how other countries handle a transgender woman competing against their assigned at birth women Mm -hmm. and how they handle her potentially destroying everybody Mm -hmm. because it seemed like for her to qualify she destroyed the competition exactly yeah which is that would be interesting to see i don't and honestly i don't see how that wasn't taken into consideration sure sure. when qualifications came because i'm sure she outbeat all the other women in bike you know, miles, miles. miles. I mean, it was a destroy. It, it was, destroyed. Yeah. So there's yeah. at this point there was even no competition. Yeah. So why even why even include her in? I with hope everyone I else? hope our women just fucking destroy her. I know. <laughs> not like, to be mean, like, but I hope mean. they just like destroy. I hope the Americans like just destroy Come the New Zealand team. And like kill just it. just fucking kill them. <laughs> just put them out the water and just end the discussion. I mean, like if anything, like I can see, I, I can see two outcomes coming from this. Yeah. Like women choosing to not compete because yeah, like, well, that would it, suck, I have no chance. Man, that you would know? suck. Or I can see women taking this as a challenge and being yeah. like, "F this, I'm gonna take this and I'm gonna own it." I can see the American athletes doing that. They're I can, just gonna I can be like, see that. I can see them trying. They're gonna, you know? they're gonna do their best to destroy this mm-hmm. person. Yeah. I think any Olympic athlete, they're just so competitive. Laurel, they're coming for you, They don't you, give girl. a shit if it's a man or a woman. They're <laughs> coming for them, dude. They're coming for them. But You better again, watch out, New Zealand. <laughs> you better watch out, New Zealand. The Americans are coming. But again, I, I just think it sucks that the potential of ruining, ruining, not ruining, but changing the women's sports in general, mm-hmm. it's just, it's going to change things mm-hmm. a little bit for them. Yeah, yeah. And I wouldn't even say only for weightlifting. I feel yeah. like this is going to have a trickle effect into every other sure, sport as for well. For sure. Mm-hmm. I think people from the goodness of their heart, mm-hmm. they're trying to accept everyone for who they are. Which we I completely support. So completely support. Mm-hmm. I fully support. Mm-hmm. You fully support. But I don't think we're taking a step back and looking at the consequences or the outcome that can potentially happen. We could potentially... This is damaging. Yeah, this is damaging to, to women's, women's sports. Yeah, it will Very be. damaging. It will be for sure mm-hmm. because it's just it's going to change the, the, the fairness of play. Mm-hmm. Again, a lot of people, last time we talked about this, you know, came at me and came at you for our arguments, but... You know, we tried to stay very neutral mm-hmm. in in our argument the last time we talked about mm-hmm. transgenders um, and, ath- and in, athletics. In athletics, um, but we learned a lot from it. Yeah, right. Also, coming at it from a medical view, exactly. Um, because again, like I'm going to sit here and I'm going to look at science for sure. I'm going to sit for here sure. and take a fact for a fact. I'm for not sure. going to go off of my opinion and feelings because yeah. at the end of the yeah. day, what is true is a fact. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's not only a fact; it's we have to respect the people who put blood, sweat, and tears into becoming a professional athlete mm-hmm. or Olympic athlete. And respect and acknowledge that. As they're training and coming up, there was never a thought that potentially I could be competing against mm-hmm. a transgender person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So their mindset or their level of, you know, I have to attain this level of greatness has now been has so now fast. been like put so much higher mm-hmm. that it's interesting to see how how it will play out not only with the sports but how the training of these athletes come and like you talked about are f- women who identify as women going to want to compete anymore because mm-hmm. 
they might just not stand a chance. Honestly, I don't even know what I would do. I would probably yeah. like just out of like anger, just be like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like there's right? no chance. I know. <laughs> like, how am I going to beat this person? <laughs> <sighs> I know. And then, God I mean, if you think America. about it on like the flip side, um, had she been someone who started, you know, hormone therapies at a very young age, yeah, um, like let's say, like you know, th- right before puberty or something, sure. that would have that would have definitely been a different outcome. Uh, yeah, I mean, I know mm-hmm. there's different stages that they have to go through as they transition. get older mm-hmm. and transition, um, but it, it's just interesting to see. I, th- I think there has to be some criteria or some mm-hmm. guidelines or something that has to be. It needs to be a little bit more developed before they fully allow it, I think. Yeah, I yeah, think just, so. Just to make it a more playing, even playing field mm-hmm. and some strict, some type of guidelines that mm-hmm. everyone can just follow or rules that everyone could just follow. Yeah. That, you know, everyone who's a, outside of the lines who has a big opinion about it mm-hmm. can just, okay, we're following the rules. Mm-hmm. These are the rules, mm-hmm. you know, and then that's where... It's like a I, perfect and clear cut definition. Clear cut definition of this this person's allowed, this person's not, and just stick to it. And just everyone else just... I like that. I like that a lot. Pound sand, mm-hmm. if you don't agree. So, Eileen. Yes, doctor? Bill fucking Cosby is in the news again. I don't know how I feel about that one. <laughs> <laughs> this old man has come back from the dead and has made headlines once again. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I have just been going through Instagram and I, right? like, I ran to the... Con- <laughs> it is just hilarious what people are saying about yes. this. So Bill Cosby has been mm-hmm. freed and, you know, let out of jail mm-hmm. after serving, what, two years, I think of his... Yeah, a little over two years, yeah, I believe. serving two uh-huh. years. So I think somebody just really screwed the pooch in his case. I agree. I really, yeah. like, w- w- what would you say? It was like the prosecution? Yeah. the the, the I guess there was an agreement with mm-hmm. Bill Cosby back when all this was going on. His trial, right? His trial, Mm -hmm. that if he did a deposition, Mm -hmm. he wouldn't be charged criminally. And I guess as the case progressed and different attorneys and lawyers came on to play, different judges, Mm -hmm. they disregarded that agreement and he got sentenced to jail. Okay. And I think now, I'm not sure if they retrialed, did a retrial. It's still fresh. It literally just came out. Mm -hmm. They're now saying that because of that previous agreement, he's set free in, in adios jail for bill cosby well isn't that some total bs right how would you feel as the victim oh my of, god these people of his crime seeing this go down like this is like literally legally happening right the law is supporting this somebody screwed okay. the pooch on this one man oh my god and bill then, cosby is now free which was mind blowing in the first place that this old man was doing this mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like Bill Cosby was like he was he was actually one of the first ones the to be caught up in that Me Too movement along with um, yeah what's his name the 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 big the big guy yeah I used, I used <laughs> to love me some pudding pops from Bill Cosby you know what I mean that like everyone loved Bill Cosby I used to watch the show too right yeah, it was a good show like he had that show with the little kids that were funny yeah. at one point like we grew up loving bill cosby mm-hmm. and when this happened it was devastating it really was i was yeah. kind of sh- like very shocked yeah. to have been hearing that yeah but i mean if you think about it like these back then when people never had social media people never yeah. had like you know people weren't as open as people are now sure. So and it was frowned upon too it, it, yeah. i mean it was frowned upon but yeah. it was also something that 
like these huge Hollywood executives know, and actors yeah, would yeah. be proud of. Like yeah. they're like, oh, you know, like. I mean, at the time, I'm sure the, I mean, the victims, I'm sure it's a scary mm -hmm. thing to go through. And yeah, none, none of us could ever go through, or mm -hmm. imagine going through what they actually go yeah. through. But I can see how, you know, it's a celebrity of such high stature and high, mm -hmm. you know, you know, a super mm -hmm. person uh -huh. that Almonds, they would, they yeah. would be in, intimidated to even speak out about it, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, all these women started coming out, mm -hmm. and he, shit. But let me tell you the difference. The difference is that times have changed. Yes, that BS is not acceptable not happening. anymore. Not at all. People are not going to take it. People are not going to stand no. for it. Hell no. Whereas back then, again, as I was saying earlier. People just shut their mouths. People would just shut their mouths shut. and, you know, be the victim, quiet victim exactly. here and there. Yeah. But I mean, I know. Not no more. Not anymore. Exactly. Justice was not served today. No, it wasn't. Justice and our justice system fucked up failed, big time. Failed, failed us all. Failed, failed anyone that is a victim. Failed, failed a lot anyone of that is, you know, yeah. could. Yeah. Oh man, this yeah. is, it's devastating. And I mean, the outcome that happened today has really nothing to do with money, mm -hmm. right? I mean, it could. Back, the agreement might have had to do with money, mm -hmm. but the agreement, to the decision today had nothing to do with actual, oh, he's Bill Cosby, he's worth millions of dollars, mm -hmm. he paid his way out of jail. Mm -hmm. No, he paid, his, somebody fucked up mm -hmm. and gave him the opportunity to pay his way out to of jail. To pay his way out of jail back then, right? <laughs> yeah. So this true. happened before. Mm -hmm. And it was overlooked mm -hmm. by I'm assuming people who were just like, no, that this guy has to go to jail. Mm -hmm. And here we are. He's fucking out of jail. Later, yeah. Out of jail. Listen, as a as a father of a daughter, holy mm -hmm. shit, that was my kid. Let's not say what would happen because we don't need it on. Woo, you got on me. I'm sweating now. <laughs> Bill Cosby, you got a lot of people angry, man. You old pervert. You old ass pervert, man. You better get your and ass. I was scrolling through Instagram. Man, people are gonna come for you, brother. Yes, they are. I mean, I was scrolling through Instagram, which is it's crazy because I was reading like mixed mixed comments, right? Like yeah. people were like uh, people believe in his innocence, and yeah, a lot of people do. I was yeah. One, one of those people was Felicia Rashad, who played Mrs. Huxtable in the Cosby Show, his yeah. wife. Yeah, she tweeted. Um, she goes, "A terrible wrong is being righted. A miscarriage of justice Ooh, is corrected." They're, they're going at her, huh? There, she had to turn off her comments. Let Dang. me tell you. I oh, Mrs. Huxtable. I. She's a good lady, though. She's, she's yeah. an she, honestly, she's an amazing woman, amazing yeah. actress. Yeah. Um, but she knows him in a different light. She does. I'm sure she knows the good person Bill Cosby really. She knows is. the good yeah. Bill Cosby. She knows the the person we don't see. So I'm sure she. When you yeah. get to know someone very closely for that amount of time, yeah, I'm sure you were in your mind you refuse to believe that they for would ever sure. do something sure. of that caliber. Yeah, but if, I mean, if, here's the thing: if there mm -hmm. was enough evidence to prove that he was guilty mm -hmm. and he did those things, mm -hmm. regardless of an agreement or not, like mm -hmm. that just should stand. Like this guy committed crimes and hurt a lot of people, and he needs to pay for it. And he needs to pay for it, yeah. whether there was an agreement or not. I don't know how this agreement was legal in the first place. Like, mm -hmm. how can you? Oh, if you do a deposition, I won't put you. I won't criminally charge that you. That is ridiculous. Crazy. I know. Like who? who like came who, up with this? Like who would even let that happen? And I feel like the the people at the time who were handling the case were mm -hmm. like, I don't care. Yeah, that is a betrayal to the not, American people. Honestly, right? I don't even think it was a written agreement. It was just a verbal agreement. That could have been even made up. That could have. I don't think it was made up. I think it was real. That's why this happened. But shit, dude, this guy's out of jail now after committing those crimes. And I really hope they uh, 
<laughs> I really hope, you know, he, karma's going to come back and bite him in the I butt mean, for he's, this. he's so old. He shouldn't even be in jail in the first place. He should be in a freaking... Home. <laughs> I'm not trying to be in mean. In a convalescent home. I mean, Bill Cosby is not a young buck. Let's just be honest. So yeah, whether he's in jail or at home, it's <laughs> not going to make a difference. But he's not going to... The thing is, he, he'll never hurt another person. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. I hope he won't. I, I don't think again. he will. He should never... Yeah, I hope he learned his lesson. And even though he's free, he just needs to stay home and just stay out of the he's public gonna, eye. He's definitely going to get yeah. like a whole lot of hell for that, though. Yeah, for I'm sure. sure. I so, guys, there was a newborn who was born I would cesarean the shit out of that hospital and was cut in the face during the the actual delivery. Mm -hmm. That's what happened. Yeah, poor thing had to get 13 stitches. That's imagine fucking that crazy. being your child. Imagine that being your daughter. Like your daughter isn't even born yet. I know, but that's a, that's an emotional thing to like it talk is. about. I don't want to even talk about that. We are. <laughs> we are talking about it, but fuck, dude. Like, can these doctors get some shit right? Like, don't cut the fucking baby in the face. I mean, like, I was reading somewhere in an article saying that, like, this does happen. It's very rare, but it does happen, especially in an emergency C-section. So she, yeah. the mom was going in prepared to have a natural birth. Yeah. But during that time, they had to take her into I would an emergency C-section. I'm not even lying. Oh, my God. I would, too. I would, like, I would be like, you know what? I own this hospital now. I'm the See, owner. See, I don't think you would even, there would be no lawsuit. What do you mean? There'd be no lawsuit. There is a lawsuit. There would be no malpractice either. You've already signed your rights away that things can happen during a during a delivery. I know, but that obviously not that. Those like are that's that's, that's part negligence of, on the doctor's if, behalf. If you agree to have a C section, mm -hmm. you agree for that type of stuff can happen mm -hmm. and w does happen. Mm -hmm. You agree to that being a, a, no, a circumstance. I, I don't think I would agree to hurt the the damage of my child. However, the doctors at in an emergency situation, have to use their own best judgment mm -hmm. for the safety of the child and the mother. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure of the full story, but right. I'm just telling you my opinion. Mm -hmm. If that were the case, mm -hmm. the doctor's protected for sure. Obviously, through malpractice and negligent yeah. insurance covered by the hospital. Anytime you have a, a surgery, mm -hmm. the potential of, you know. And a lot of things going on. A lot of things going wrong mm -hmm. is there. Yeah. And when you have a cesarean, mm -hmm. that is one of the risks, pretty sure. And if you agree to it, I don't think you could do anything to sue the doctor. I I think when you sign, you know, this agreement, I think you would sign on to more agreements of more natural things causing like, oh, like her blood pressure dropped, you know, her heart rate did this. This is not something that a doctor is, a surgeon is trained to do a lot of times on the weekly, daily even, to, you know, to slice open um, a mother's womb and not have to go so deep to the point where it slices this child's face. Well, I'm we looking don't, at do the you picture. Know, do you know the like details of what actually happened and why it happened? Okay. It happened in Colorado. Doctors told parents that while they could feel the baby's movement, they could not detect her heartbeat. So, okay. So the this, reason they went into C-section. The reason they went into C-section is because they, they said they couldn't detect the baby's heartbeat. Yeah. So again, that goes into the emergency category. Like we mm -hmm. got to get this baby out ASAP. Mm -hmm. So again, I think they did what's best at the time. Mm -hmm. And obviously bad things can happen. Mm -hmm. As a parent, I'd flip the fuck out. Mm -hmm. But on the flip side, I'd be super happy that my baby's out and living and doing well. Mm -hmm. Right? Let's say this was Stella. 
who had her f- entire face. Like, she's going to have to live with this for the rest of her life. I know. But, this is something that was caused if I'm, damage. Like, I'm looking back to when we had Stella, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm in the room and, you know, things go awry and the doctor mm-hmm. comes up to me like, listen, I need to, we need to go into emergency C-section. Mm-hmm. The baby, we can't, we can't detect the baby's heart rate. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that for me is, okay, do whatever the fuck you have to do. Mm-hmm. Get my baby out mm-hmm. safely. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And if that was the outcome mm-hmm. of that situation, mm-hmm. I don't know if I would be focused more on the safety of my wife mm-hmm. and my baby's health versus them coming out with a cut on their face. I don't know if I would be more focused on the cut than the actual outcome. I see what you mean. Like, obviously, I would prefer my child to be cut than dead. Cut than dead or, mm-hmm. or the, something, not, let's not say, I don't like to use the word dead, but uh, cut referencing a baby. Yeah, cut, cut than something bad or worse have happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like a double-edged sword where mm-hmm. you're like, thank you, doctor, for helping, mm-hmm. but... Why did you have to cut my baby? Why'd you, <laughs> you know? F up in the process? Why'd I you mean, F up in the process? Again, See, we don't even know if he F'd up or what happened. Like, Well, I mean, it says, I, I'm seeing here that he quoted something or something that he said directly. It was like, they said that her face was close to the placenta wall. That's what the father said, that okay. the doctors said. Sure. You know, um, which obviously is something yeah. that, you know, added, yeah. the baby was just in the wrong position yeah, when this happened. For sure. For sure. Um, and again, these doctors in that type of situation... Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're able to fully detect the positioning of the baby fully. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, unless they're doing an ultrasound while they're doing the C-section. I'm sure they have to. They should be doing that because they need to know. But if it's an emergency situation, they don't have mm-hmm. enough time to do that. Mm-hmm. They need to just get the baby out. Mm-hmm. That's their goal. I mean, if you think about it, they couldn't detect the baby's heartbeat. That means they just yeah. couldn't find it. It didn't mean that the baby didn't have a heartbeat. They just couldn't find out exactly, exactly where it was. But I mean, again, we're not surgeons. Mm-hmm. We're not OBs. We're not, we don't deliver children. What do you mean? I am. I'm just kidding. I'm not. <laughs> Thanks for like, totally throwing off my train of thought. I have no clue what I'm saying. <laughs> you said we're not OBs. We're not surgeons. Yeah, so. but it, I, I trust their opinion in that situation. Yeah, yeah. You have I mean, to. Again, at the end of the day, this it's a is stressful why situation. This, it is. It, oh man, it's it is stressful. so stressful. We can sit here it's and argue stressful. about this all day, every day. But this is again why they have insurance. Why the they baby have insurance? Was sent to a plastic I surgeon. personally don't. Th- I would be fucking furious. Mm-hmm. Let's just be real. I mean, I I came off a little heavy and strong at the very beginning of this segment. Uh-huh. I would be livid uh-huh. if you cut my baby. I might cut you. However, scrub <laughs> a scalpel. After I calm down and look back at the situation like damn i could have lost my kid mm-hmm. i would kind of be grateful that the doctors just just sa- make, save yeah. the baby yeah at the end of the day mm-hmm. and if a cut on the face is what it is mm-hmm. that's the worst that's going to happen then so be it but then again think about all the psychological trauma that this child's going to go through because of the scar permanent scar scarring on, her on her face for her yeah life yeah. she wasn't again she wasn't even born yet yeah. when she had this i mean trauma. i can't i haven't looked at the picture do you want to see it i no i don't want to see it. i saw the title okay in your notes and i was like i'm not looking at this <laughs> and i haven't even read the story i'm just going off of like what i'm telling what you. you're telling me yeah. so i have no clue what happened mm-hmm. i don't even care mm-hmm. well i care yeah about the <laughs> baby's health and the mo- mother's health mm-hmm. but i just couldn't like go to that mm-hmm. level just yeah. because of like you know. Yeah, but like like as I was saying, like yeah. at the end of the day, this child is going to go through a lifetime of trauma and you know yeah. body image issues. Yeah. Um, especially her face because that's the first thing that you present to yeah. society. But I mean, uh, 
a cut on a baby's face, no mm -hmm. matter how large it's going to be, is going to be very small as they get older. It's going to... 13 stitches is a lot of stitches, doctor. Let me see the picture. Ready? Yes. That's that's oh across goodness. this baby's whole cheek. Let me see. Let me see. On her left side. It's a battle wound. Oh, it's poor baby. She's so but, cute. She is cute. That's I it's mean, a battle wound. It's, it, a battle it, wound. it's gonna look like mm -hmm. like a, an inch when she gets older. It could. It yeah. could. I mean, we we'll, yeah. only time will tell. But but what a cool story to tell when she gets older. She was on national news. She was on I national some, news, and I got a battle wound coming out of the being womb. Being born, <laughs> right? <laughs> I have a battle scar coming out of the womb. Uh, but somebody's let's gonna look have to at take the good. Let's, let's look at the good of it. The mom's healthy. The baby's healthy. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares what else happened? They got That's the baby true. out, and and God bless them, and God bless this kid. I hope yeah. she lives a very happy, healthy life. Mm -hmm. And that's all that matters. I do know that the parents are seeking legal help and they, they do have a GoFundMe account. Please support their GoFundMe. But I really don't think they're <laughs> going to come up with a good case. I mean, you never know. Like people have come out with good cases, really good cases out of the most minimal things. I think this is going to come down to a jury mm -hmm. feeling bad for the mom and child. Mm -hmm. And they might get some compensation. But mm -hmm. it would really... I think be heart disheartening for the doctor mm -hmm. who, you know, A, hurt a baby mm -hmm. and B, did what he had to do for the best interest of the baby. I'm sure the doctor didn't mean to, you mm -hmm. know, injure the child or hurt the kid. I mean, that's, mm -hmm. I mean, OBs more often than not, or surgeons who do, you know, C-sections and stuff like that, l love kids and love you know, infants, and infants babies. and stuff like that. I mean, that's their profession. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he didn't mean to, or she didn't mean to hurt the child. Yeah. Obviously this wasn't done in a malicious that, Yeah. Manner. I mean, it's going to just suck for the doctor in general, yeah. because it's going to really put something in the back of their mind. Now, every time they do a C-section surgery mm -hmm. or deliver a baby, they're going to be, you know, I don't even know how. I mean, I mean, that can cause a trauma to a doctor too. For sure. For it's sure. obviously going to be yeah. haunting them. Like the for, the for myself, for instance, if, if I were to, God forbid, knock on wood, you know, something were to happen or I hurt somebody, I'm going to mm -hmm. think about that all the time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it would, it would suck if the outcome is, and I wish they could just come to some type of peace agreement where, um, you know, where both parties are, you know, yeah, content and happy. Exactly. And if come they, to a compromise. Exactly. And whether they get, I hope they do get compensated for the baby's suffering. Mm -hmm. Um, but I really hope it doesn't affect the doctor too much yeah. in that situation. But Ooh. yeah, it's a tough one. As a, a parent, it's a, as a parent, I could see both sides of the story. As a doctor, I could see both sides of the story. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's, that's a tough one. I know, because we're people outside looking in. Because if I was yeah. a parent, I would be on the parent's side. If I was a doctor. If I was I'd... a parent, I'd be livid. And, and mm -hmm. oof. if I was the doctor, I would. I'd be like, I I'd, use my best judgment. I know. What is he going to say? There's two arguments here. But at the end of the day, I still would be just super thrilled and super happy that I have a healthy, happy baby. And mm -hmm. at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Exactly. She's probably yeah. not even going to remember the pain when she's older. She's not. <laughs> she won't. Just a little scar. They're they're very resilient. Yeah, they are. They I remember I remember cutting Stella's nails once and I took a chunk out of her <gasps> finger on accident. Oh my gosh. Let me tell you. That's I was scream? in a state of depression for like three days. Uh, how old was she? Probably like two months old or something oh not gosh. even maybe a month old you took off a little stelly finger I, oh. <laughs> I felt so bad <gasps> she cried like nobody's business <gasps> oh but my the gosh. next day 
As if cool. it never happened. <laughs> Does she have a scar on her finger? No, nothing. Oh, okay, it grew good. right back like she just grew a new limb. <laughs> it was incredible. Aw. I know, babies are so strong. Oh my God. Their cells are in so like such development mode. that Like regenerate mode? Like yeah, so quick. like they get over scars and bumps and bruises mm -hmm. so fast. I, it's true. And then even being born in the birth canal, I'm sure yeah. is very painful. Sure, I don't it's remember. You don't remember. I mean, I, I remember. It's traumatizing. Oh, you do? Yeah. You remember? Yeah. I remember what position was your neck in? <laughs> I was a C-section <laughs> like baby because I was a twin, remember? My oh, twin yes. did not make it, so I was a C-section baby. Wait, does it hurt to be born via C-section? It does. And I all saw the knife and I avoided that shit. I was he's, like, he's get like, out of my way. Keep me in here. <laughs> no, <laughs> not to make fun of the situation, but I, I karate chopped that knife away and I was good. <laughs> and then you ate your twin? <laughs> no, I didn't fucking eat my twin. My mom had difficulties, all right? And my poor twin didn't make it. So King of Cracks could have had a... Do you know what a, his or her name would have been? To the throne. No, I don't think it got that far. Okay, okay. Yeah, my mom... She uh, knew she was having twins though, right? Yeah, she knew she had miscarried. Mm -hmm. And then when she went to the doctor, mm -hmm. they told her there's another baby in there. Oh, which was this which fighter. Which was the King of Cracks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm a fighter. I know, you are. I'm a fighter. Your mom is so sweet. She's so cute. Her. She's I so proud Ma. of you. I love she you, She responds Ma. to every single one She does, because I'm her like fighter. With the hard eyes. I'm her fighter child. <laughs> I'm her youngest fighter She's child. Like, that's my baby. That's my baby. <laughs> she loves seeing me on TV and stuff Aww. like that too. She loves it. I know, your parents are just so cute. They're adorable. <laughs> they watch every episode. They watch every <laughs> podcast. They, they, they're big fans of everything we do. Uh-huh. Bob and Samia, you guys need to come we pay us a guys. visit. It's been all a whole year that I haven't seen we you guys. We should have them on the podcast. It'd we be should. Very interesting. <laughs> I love you guys. Well, to wrap up, it's been a very uh, fun, deep, long, long episode. episode. Mm -hmm. But I feel like we covered a lot of cool topics. We sure did. If you guys agree or disagree, we'd love to hear your thoughts, your comments. Below so please comments. comment, please share. Please let us know what you think. Please educate us on mm -hmm. things we might have been saying wrong or doing wrong. And if there's anything you guys ever want to like hear us talk about or mention or bring yeah. light to, um, shoot us a DM, shoot us a message, shoot us yeah. a comment. We're anything. always here. Mm -hmm. So I'm the King of Cracks. You can find me on all social media at King of Cracks. And I'm Eileen.BTS. You can find me at the social medias of the name that I just said, which is Eileen.BTS. Thank you guys for tuning in. <laughs> And that wraps it up. Woo! That's a wrap.